Welcome back. I think we're up to episode 101. I just moved over to a new platform and I hope the uh, playback experience is uh, much more streamlined for you, the listener. What I want to share today is uh, about heart rate variability. I get a lot of questions about this. There seems to be a lot of confusion about this topic. And unfortunately, there's a lot out there on the internet that make it seem very, very complicated and complex. And, And while the statistical modeling behind it may be complicated, I want to distill this down into some actionable tidbits like what is it? Why does it matter? What affects it? And what can you do about it to improve it? So first of all, let's jump into what HRV is. HRV is heart rate variability. The heart is not designed to be a metronome. It's not designed to be just a constant steady state. As you know, when you exercise, your heart rate goes up. During the day, there's a constant tug of war, if you will, between two different systems in the body, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. You can think of that as the fight or flight or the rest and digest. Those two systems are in opposition to each other and also in balance. And depending on which one is winning out, will have the most uh, profound effect on heart rate variability. To make this as simple as possible, there are a variety of devices out there. The one that I rely on is the Aura Ring. It's Gen 2 or 3 Aura Ring, and I like the data and the metrics it provides. What the science behind this topic shows is that for those with a heart rate variability, which is measured in milliseconds, for that that is less than 22.3, there is an increased chance of death, for the, particularly for those who have heart disease and uh, those who possibly have uh, pre-existing uh, cancer as well. What we know is that there are a variety of things that can uh, affect heart rate variability. In general, the higher is believed to be better, but it's not an all or none. It's not a, a not a exponential or logarithmic relationship. What I'm saying is that a heart rate of 60 may not necessarily be better or provide any longevity benefits to that that's over 30. It's really what the data is showing that it's for those that are under 22.3 have this more significant risk of bad outcomes. There are a variety of things that can affect heart rate variability. Obviously, stress, as I alluded to already, is one of those. Uh, Alcohol, that is one of the most significant impactors of heart rate variability. Just think about times that you may have consumed uh, more than a couple drinks before bedtime. That is going to affect a variety of the normal physiologic phases of sleep and also will have an impact profoundly on heart rate variability. Uh, Smoking, lack of exercise, poor diet, excessive caffeine consumption or caffeine consumption in the evening, those with high blood pressure, cholesterol issues, uh, other issues, including even air quality can affect a person's heart rate variability. That being said, there are some things that can be done to raise heart rate variability. There is a technique called biofeedback, and there are a variety of apps that are out there on the internet. I use one on my iPhone that uh, sort of tracks a breathing pattern with heart rate, and there are some built-in pauses. It's not quite box breathing, if you're familiar with that term. It's a technique that has been taught uh, by Navy SEALs in the past, uh, but it's a very similar uh, methodology. And that's been shown in some studies to improve heart rate variability by up to 50%. I haven't personally seen that in my own data, but I can definitely tell that there is uh, an element of improved heart rate variability, particularly if I'm meditating in the uh, evening or before bed. Uh, endurance exercise is helpful. Yoga, helpful. Obviously, good high sl- good sleep hygiene is critical for a number of reasons besides just heart rate variability. So the take-home points are that it's a measure that can be tracked and monitored over time. It's not so much used in isolation. For example, a couple nights of good heart rate variability do not do not outweigh other factors such as overall health, exercise, and uh, dietary intake. All those things are factors. But looking at the data as a metric over time, 
as a person institutes changes in diet, lifestyle, exercise, weight loss, sleep hygiene, a variety of other levers that can be pulled on, all those can have an impact on heart rate variability, and this can be tracked. I like to look at the week-to-week and month-to-month data. I shared in a YouTube video some clear evidence on how uh, lifestyle behaviors, particularly stress and travel around the holiday seasons, can have a negative impact on heart rate variability. So I hope you found that helpful. If you have any questions, you can always reach out. Uh, The content is uh, in video format on YouTube. And as always, be safe, be well, have a fantastic week.